It's Tuesday, April 25th, and this is Goodwill Talk Daily. Welcome back, everybody, to Goodwill Talk Daily. It's great to be with you today. We are slowly reading through the book of 1 Corinthians. It's a bit of a break from our study in Isaiah. Uh, And what I'm doing in 1 Corinthians, I'm just reading the chapter and then praying. And what I'm asking you to do is add your prayer to mine. We're hearing the word proclaimed, and we're asking God to transform us through the reading of his word. So let's look together at 1 Corinthians chapter 7, starting in verse 1. Now for the matters you wrote about, quote, it is good for a man not to have sexual relations with a woman, close quote. But since sexual immorality is occurring, each man should have sexual relations with his own wife and each woman with her own husband. The husband should, should fulfill his marital duty to his wife and likewise the wife to her husband. The wife does not have authority over her own body, but yields it to her husband. And in the same way, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but yields it to his wife. Do not deprive each other, except perhaps by mutual consent and for a time, so that you may devote yourselves to prayer. Then come together again, so that Satan will not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. I say this as a concession, not as a command. I wish that all of you were as I am, but each of you is your own gift from God. One has this gift, another has that. Now to the unmarried and the widows, I say, it is good for them to stay unmarried as I do. But if they cannot control themselves, they should marry, for it is better to marry than to burn with passion. To the married, I give this command, not I, but the Lord. A wife must not separate from her husband. But if she does, she must remain unmarried or else be reconciled to her husband, and a husband must not divorce his wife. To the rest I say this, I, not the Lord. If any brother has a wife who is not a believer and she is willing to live with him, he must not divorce her. And if a woman has a husband who is not a believer and he is willing to live with her, she must not divorce him. For the unbelieving husband has been sanctified through his wife, and the unbelieving wife has been sanctified through her believing husband. Otherwise your children would be unclean, but as it is, they are holy. But if the unbeliever leaves, let it be so. The brother or the sister is not bound in such circumstances. God has called us to live in peace. How do you know whether you will save your husband? Or how do you know whether you will save your wife? Nevertheless, each person should live as a believer in whatever situation the Lord has assigned to them, just as God has called them. This is the rule I lay down in all the churches. Was a man already circumcised when he was called? He should not become uncircumcised. Was a man uncircumcised when he was called? He should not not become circumcised. Circumcision is nothing and uncircumcision is nothing. Keeping God's commands is what counts. Each person should remain in the situation they were in when God called them. Were you a slave when you were called? Do not let it trouble you. Although if you can gain your freedom, do so. For the one who was a slave when called to faith in the Lord is the, slave, is the Lord's freed person. Similarly, the one who was free when called is Christ's slave. You were bought at a price. Do not become slaves of human beings. Brothers and sisters, each person is responsible to God should remain in the situation they were in when God called them. Now about virgins... I have no command from the Lord, but I give a judgment as one who by the Lord's mercy is trustworthy. Because of the present crisis, I think it is good for a man to remain as he is. Are you pledged to a woman? Don't ask to be released. Are you free from such a commitment? Don't look for a wife. But if you do marry, you you have not sinned. And if a virgin marries, she has not sinned. But those who marry will face many troubles in this life, and I want to spare you this. What I mean, brothers and sisters, is that the time is short. From now on, those who have wives should live as if they do not. 
those who mourn as if they did not, those who are happy as if they were not, those who buy something as if it were not theirs to keep, those who use the things of the world as if not engrossed in them, for this world in its present form is passing away. I would like you to be free from concern. An unmarried man is concerned about the Lord's affairs, how he can please the Lord. But a married man is concerned about the affairs of this world, how he can please his wife. His interests are divided. An unmarried woman or virgin is concerned about the Lord's affairs. Her aim is to be devoted to the Lord in both body and spirit. But a married woman is concerned about the affairs of this world, how she can please her husband. I am saying this for your own good, not to restrict you, but that you may live in a right way, in undivided devotion to the Lord. If anyone is worried that he might not be acting honorably toward the virgin he is engaged to, and if his passions are too strong and he feels he ought to marry, he should do as he wants. He is not sinning. They should get married. But the man who has settled the matter in his own mind, who is under no compulsion but has control over his own will, and who has made up his mind not to marry the virgin, this man also does the right thing. So then he who marries the virgin does right, but he who does not marry her does better. A woman is bound to her husband as long as he lives, but if her husband dies, she is free to marry anyone she wishes, but he must belong to the Lord. In my judgment, she is happier if she stays as she is, and I think that I too have the Spirit of God. Let's pray together. Father, these are helpful, though sometimes confusing words about how to live faithfully as married and single people. I thank you that you do not see single people as less than married people. But in fact, you lift them up as an example of undivided devotion to the Lord. And for all of us who are married, Lord, I pray that we would look to our single brothers and sisters as an example to follow. Would we see their undivided love for you as something to strive towards even within our marriage? Would we together, husbands and wives, pursue you without dividing our concerns between the things of this world and the things of yours? God, we need your help to live faithfully as married people, as single people. We thank you for the gift of marriage. We thank you that as we try and navigate how to live out our own sexual lives, that you give us guidance, that you give us help, that you don't leave us to figure it out on our own. We thank you that you care about sex and relationships. We thank you that we don't have to come up with our own rules, but you've laid down helpful guidelines for us to keep us following after you in righteousness. Help us, Heavenly Father, to honor you with our bodies, to honor our marriages, to honor our singleness, to keep our eyes focused on you and our hearts devoted after Christ. We love you. We thank you for your gentleness and your kindness. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks for being with me today. I'll see you again tomorrow right back here at Good Will Talk Daily.